On today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast, I got Stu and Kai joining me to give our hottest takes on the NHL season, a little fantasy segment, give our takes on the NHL news, as well as our way too early Stanley Cup predictions on today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast, Hockey Edition. everybody and welcome back hockey season is upon us let's go i cannot wait to be watching hockey tonight uh when this episode's come out you've probably watched the first game with tampa bay Stu, kai how are we feeling good to be Absolutely back pumped. yeah it was a uh, we were just talking before here but you know felt like a short summer um but Very this is early christmas to every hockey fan good to be back opening season it feels like it just it, jumped up on us too, eh? Yeah, for sure. It feels so weird though, with it already kind of "quote unquote" started when mm-hmm. they were in Prague, but their NHL still calling yeah. this opening night. Yeah, it feels weird. I, I didn't like how they did that. Feels weird. It was just it kind of weird. like a weird opening series to get people hyped up for the season because it was like a lot of people didn't even know it was regular season. Not the most attractive matchup to really tune into. Um, Happy for European fans. That's sick that, you know, you got to see Hurdle score in his home city. Yeah, yeah um, that's dope. That's fun. That's fun. Um, and I mean, can we all just appreciate, like, outside of hockey here, this is the best time to be a sports fan in general. You got oh, MLB playoffs oh, started today. Go for Nine these. Mariners putting, up on, putting on a show right now. Um, and then... <laughs> You're a Mariners fan now, eh? <laughs> You're a fan of whoever came out of that series. Hey, d- day one, baby. Day one. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you got NFL. We got NBA around the corner as well. Uh, European soccer's in full blow, if that's what you're into. It's just everything's in in, uh, in the works right now. Oh, yeah. I got two fantasy hockey leagues on the go, four fantasy football leagues on the go, a fantasy or a football podcast, a hockey podcast. Sports season is definitely upon us. Let's go. Who who do you have the rest of the way for baseball, Stu? Are you cheering for a team? Uh, no, I know very little about baseball. And after that heartbreak on Saturday with the Jays, I'm not going to watch any more baseball, I don't think. <laughs> we'll transition into hockey then. Um, what was worse? The Jays blow up 8-1 loss or the Leafs 4-1 loss game 7, 2013? It's got to be the Blue Jays. I think it is the Blue Jays. Maybe there's a bias, though. So I think 8 1 is the worst loss. The more heartbreaking one was the Leafs one. Because I've seen the Jays win a wild card game in my life and I was super pumped. Remember, Kai, we lost our shit together watching that? Eddie. Eddie with the Mm -hmm. fucking laser for the Mm -hmm. walk off. That was crazy. But no, the Leafs one still absolutely hurts me more. I remember being. I took a, the day off school in grade eight. I was like, I can't face those Habs fans, those Boston fans at middle school. I couldn't <laughs> deal with it. Oh, man. That was heartbreaking. But yeah, speaking of heartbreak, uh, the Leaf season starts this week. They got the Habs and they, they got the uh, Capitals. And then they got the Ottawa Senators on Saturday. We'll be talking a little bit of Battle of Ontario, Battle of Alberta later. But let's start with something that is near and dear to my heart, Wayne Simmons, some NHL news, Wayne Simmons on waivers. 
Do you guys think that any team is going to want to trade for him? I've heard that after he clears waivers, people are interested and been talking for after that happens. If so, which team would you think go for it? Like a contender or no? Do you feel in a contender would do it? I don't know. It, I, I love Wayne Simmons and I want to cheer for him being on a team. But like, I feel like it almost costs too much to trade for him and you're kind of still gambling on him. Like he is a little bit older the way he does play. Like there's got to be mm. some wear on his body at that point. You know, I still want to see him in a Leaf uniform though. Come playoff right. time. I'd come love on. to see him come up and earn like earn a spot back in the lineup. I'm, I'm just going to stay hopeful that happens. Mm -hmm. um, Stu, so when you say cost too much, do you mean like acquisition costs or contract? Yeah, acquisition costs. You, well, like you contract. Think so, eh? I just you don't think like I don't a know. fifth, sixth round picks gets it done. I don't know. Do you? I, but the thing is, though, is like I feel like the locker room like in Toronto really mm. likes Wayne Simmons, and it's like is Kyle Dubas going to be like, yeah, let's trade him for a six just to kind of move on from him? He's like, already think, like, on waivers, so yeah, it sounds yeah, like they've kind of done that. Yeah, but that's waivers to go down to the minors like they've also like their emailed all the teams in toronto in the too they, they emailed all that. the teams in the league saying if you want to trade for simmons let us know that is true though dubas always does right by his players to be fair so hmm. if there's a trade he's probably gone but i don't think i want to see that happen yeah, i think I'm a team would it. definitely give up a draft pick to get him um yeah i don't know i think the flyers should get him i was gonna say the flyers but they really have like no need aside from actually it would give their fans something to cheer for this season so and maybe they the should culture you know got a bunch of young guys mm -hmm. they've been talking about all offseason signing some bigger guys so they don't get pushed around you have yeah. wayne simmons in the roster you're not getting pushed around torts would love him i think the Leafs are gonna miss him but the thing is in the playoffs there's no passengers as people have been saying and noticing with the abs in tampa bay mm -hmm. and i hate saying this wayne simmons at this stage of his career is totally a passenger yeah um, he can get the guys fired up but he's not driving play. And I want a play driver on my fourth line ahead of Wayne Simmons. I just hope that Kyle Clifford can be good enough to stay in the lineup. So yeah. we have an another tough guy to not let Marner get tossed around. You never know. Well, he got, Matthews won't drop the gloves. He got sent down as well too, right? Yeah. I don't think he's going to get picked up though. No, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, the Leafs the last few years, they've always had that, uh, that like rotating cast of grinders on the fourth line. And yeah, that's been a shift around the league that we've all, we're all well, you know, we've all seen it. Everyone knows it. Uh, yeah. Everyone's getting younger, faster, more skilled in the bottom six. And it's not really a space for guys who it's like a veteran honorary spot, which yeah. I feel like Simmons has had the last couple of years and hasn't worked out to the, for the Leafs. And I think it's much better for both parties to move on. Yeah, the least being able to find space to sign Aston Reese, I think, kind of sewed Wayne Simmons' spot mm -hmm. kind of gone because Simmons or not Simmons, sorry, Aston Reese can he goes up there and throws his body around on your mm -hmm. fourth line and he can skate pretty fast. Yeah, and nothing yeah. happens on defense. It's there's what you the, want on your fourth line. There's the upside with Aston Reese that Simmons doesn't have at this stage. Yeah, there wasn't really anyone else on waivers that I thought were relevant talking about, unless you guys think so. Or should we Mike move on Riley? So Boston sent down a few guys. What do you guys think? Is there any of the Boston players going to get signed by any other I'm, team? I'm surprised. I, th I do think Mike Riley will get picked up. Um, he should. I'm shocked that they actually moved him down considering how thin they are at D to start the year. Yeah, right. I don't really understand it. But yeah. apparently it was, a, it was like a need 
because they have a couple of young guys that are not waiver exempt. So mm. they'd have to send young guys on the waivers or right. those guys. So they made a choice with their cap situation. They couldn't do much more than that. Yeah. Mm. And I, I guess at this point, uh, they've already cleared waivers, right? Yeah. All, I all guess these so. guys. Did anyone or, even get uh, picked will up? Clear? I guess they will clear tomorrow. By the time this podcast is up, they will have cleared, I guess. Okay. No point in talking to them about it at that point. Sure. Then. Yeah. Um, a little look around the league and hockey in general. Um, hockey Canada mm-hmm. announces that their chief executive, Scott Smith, has left the organization and that all the board members have agreed yeah. to step down per request head on Twitter. Um, Kai, this is something that was needed and necessary. 100%, Tyler. Yeah, it's... Um... You know, it's a widely celebrated move for good reason. Even as we talked about last week on the podcast, um, Andrea Skinner, who was the acting interim head, um, stepped down. You know, last week she's going, mm-hmm. this is her quote last week. Um, she says that the board and senior executives should not be replaced on the basis of what we consider to be substantial misinformation and unduly cynical attacks. So that's her quote. Last week, we talked about it on the podcast, so I'm not going to you know, go over that quote again, but sure. uh, obviously out of touch of, with reality. And a week later, she's gone and all of senior leadership's gone. So it's good. Um, over the last finally week as well, now. change needed to happen. End of the day, um, it is sad that it comes down to financial stuff. But yeah. in this past week, you know, Hockey Quebec and couple other provincial bodies have uh, seized funding um, as well as major sponsors such as like TELUS, Nike, and Tim Hortons. Canadian Tire. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Bauer. Canadian everything. Tire, Bauer. It's like these are the guys who have allowed Hockey Canada to maintain such a prevalent state in the sport. Um, and now that they're not there, there's really no reason to keep around these extremely um that's what i'm looking for problematic members yeah. of the board right um hopefully they can rebuild their reputation starting now yeah so you know exactly and that's the thing and what i kind of open question i think that this is something that's going to be an open discussion for years going forward now but what does minor hockey look like in canada from now on because you know? Hockey Canada was the root of all minor hockey in all of Canada, right? Yes. Yeah. So Hockey Canada was the overseer of all levels of hockey in the country, um, with the exception of, you know, the CHL, um, university sports, sure. a couple other exceptions as well. But they oversee all minor hockey in the country. Um, so now we're looking at it. There are these provincial bodies, but the provincial bodies have relied on the national body to create, um, you know, safety measures, organizations, um, equitable distribution of opportunities, research, and funding. So now that that's gone, who's going to step up? Is it going to be Hockey Canada with a new and improved leadership group? I hope so. Or is there going to be just a new um, organization created? Right. Oh. To me, um, I 
I think it could be either or as long as it happens uh, gradually. I don't think this is um, an easy process. Like it's going to take Absolutely some time. not. Yeah, So it's let's take but in, step, in baby the meantime, steps here. like you know, is there going to be the Ivan Holenka tournament? Like, is Canada going to have a team? World Right. Juniors is Canada going to have a team? Olympics? Who get? Who cares? But is Canada going to have a team? Um, you know, like I was just doing some research for the podcast here because it was something that's been on my mind, and um, before nineteen ninety four. Hockey Canada didn't oversee the amateur hockey in Canada. Who Uh, did? there, there used to be a there used to be Hockey Canada, which did international, and then there was the Canadian Amateur Hockey Association, which did minor hockey. Um, And that's no longer a thing. that's no longer a thing. In 1994, they merged into what Hockey Canada is now. Ah. Um, so, will that sort of situation arise again? Who knows? Um, Obviously, again, as we all know, um, you know the sport of hockey has been struggling with, uh, you know, signups. Less less kids are playing it. It's Oh not yeah, accessible. big time. People aren't talking about it, Yeah, but a lot of kids aren't playing hockey nowadays. it's not accessible to a lot of people, and that's why we're seeing these other countries step up and close the gap with Canada. Totally. Um. And now that these sponsors have removed themselves from the national body, I would like to see them support more grassroots hockey. Mm. That'd be really awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see that too, yeah. Because I think to your to your point is the reason that Cana uh, Canada that Canada has been falling behind in hockey is because we used to have the most players, and now it's not that big a gap. I don't even know if we have the most players anymore. We Like, might not. Yeah. we we probably still do, but it's In the NHL, not by a we lot. do, but I'm talking about young players. Yes. Probably, it's probably a lot different than it was 20 years ago. So hopefully this turns into a great thing. Maybe Hockey Canada becomes even better with way better leadership and these tournaments in the future. But yeah, for right now, I'm not sure about these tournaments. It remains to be Yeah. seen. Hopefully we Like figure it I out. I don't know about you guys, but if if you guys had kids, would you you know, sign your kid up for hockey over like baseball, soccer, or basketball. This might be a deciding factor, right? I probably wouldn't. Yeah, this Yeah, might be a but deciding factor that says, you know what, we're going basketball this year. exactly. And, um, but that's just another reason why you had to make this leadership shift. Yeah. No way in hell would I get a kid involved with a shitty organization like Hockey Canada. And speaking of hockey culture that needs to change, we've been calling for this on the Loose Change podcast. Yeah. We'll quickly get into the Ian Cole allegations because the Ian Cole allegations are... Are allegations and being dealt with right now. Mm -hmm. Accordingly to the NHL, there's an investigation that Tampa Bay is cooperating with. Uh, for those that don't know, he was accused on Twitter uh, publicly of grooming and sexually abusing young teenage women. Uh, did you have the quote for, uh, for it, Stu, on what Tampa Bay said? Yeah, I have Tampa's statement right here. It just says the Tampa Bay Lightning is aware of the allegations against player Ian Cole and are cooperating fully with the NHL on an investigation. Uh, our, our organization takes these allegations very seriously. While we continue to gather more details, we have decided to suspend Ian Cole pending the results of an investigation. No members of the organization, including players, will comment further at this time. What a tough look for the league that this is all that's making the rounds for hockey right now. It's just terrible, terrible news about hockey culture and its relation to sexual abuse. It 
it needs to stop and these things it's so cool that she was brave mm -hmm. enough to say stuff because that is so messed up if it is true which i don't want to get into too much right now um he is scum of the earth and terrible and we want him to be punished for it mm. I, I just i think we should pretty much leave it at that for right now exactly yeah it's just obviously a super disturbing case yeah hopefully hockey culture in general gets better and hopefully ian cole's allegations are false but if they're true that he's taken to justice and yep. a look around the league kind of ends there unless there's any more hockey or nhl news you guys want to get into before we jump into our hot takes Nope. Uh, no, can't think of anything. Cool. Yeah, I can't think so of anything off the top of the head. we are introducing a couple segments here. One of our segments that is going to be a recurring segment throughout the season, I'm hoping, is our hottest takes segment. The takes so hot that we may not even mean them, but we are sure that in a real or clip format, we can get some clicks. <laughs> you know, it's, if it's going to be an every week segment. I'm not going to believe all these takes, but I'm going to believe them to an extent. I think they're possible. So here we go. Stu, you want to give me your hottest take for the pre-NHL season? Here we go. Alrighty, my hottest take to start off this season is that Logan Thompson is going to compete for... He's going to be up in contention for the Vesna Trophy by the end of the season. Vesna Trophy, Kai. The guy that has 20 games played in his NHL career. It's a hot take. Uh, so you mean he's going to steal the job from Aiden Hill? Yes, Braden is irate right now. Not a big eight. Braden's listening right now. He's losing his mind. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I like that though. You know, that's that's a, definitely a good hot take in my opinion. Um, starting goalie, if he is the starter for the Golden Knights throughout the year, um, I personally have them as a huge bounce back candidate, and mm -hmm. I could see that happening for sure. Go Goalies are voodoo. Tyler says it like 24-7 yeah. on this podcast. Like, you don't know. He could come out and put up a 930. It's the most true games. thing about hockey is that he goalies a, are voodoo. He has yeah. a 914 in 20 games. It's just exceptionally average. But maybe now that he's the starter, he kicks it into another gear and brings Vegas up in that Pacific division and puts himself in the talk. They have a great defense. They got a great defense. I, I could see it happening. I mean, it's a hot take for sure. I don't think anyone has Logan Thompson on their radar for that, but you never yeah, I mean, know. Half the thing with goalies is what team you play on. So he's got that. Totally. Yeah. He's got a yeah great defense, great forward uh, in the division that he could probably get in the playoff spot pretty easily <laughs> if all things go according to plan. I don't hate the hot takes, Stuart. Nice. <laughs> let's see if uh, anyone's got a hotter take then yeah uh, you got we'll, we'll go through all of ours and discuss it a little bit in the end we'll we'll say them all quick yeah i feel like of, mine is less juicy but it's still pretty hot okay i've got the new york rangers to miss the playoffs this year wow for those Stuart, wondering on that. odds that is a plus 250 there is a high percentage chance that they make it according to vegas why do you mm -hmm. say that they're gonna miss it you know over our division previews, we've gone over a lot of teams who have a shot to make the playoffs. That's Last right. week, I said five teams from the Atlantic are going to make the playoffs. Name them. Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Austin, and those Ottawa Senators. Those Ooh, pesky those. sickos. Oh. Exactly. So, sickos. 
that would mean only three teams. And I stick by that. So I had a week to ponder over that hot take last week and I stand by it. I like that hot take. So, you know, obviously that makes a switch over to the Metro where they can only have three teams make it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we all have Canes finishing first in that division. They're going to make it. Yeah. I think the Penguins are going to make it as well. And now I'm thinking of the third team. Do I think the Rangers are going to make it on the backs of Shesterkin, who had a historically good season last year? Yes. Goalies are voodoo. Goalies are voodoo. Because he's going to have a historically good season two years in a row. Unlikely. Could happen, but unlikely. Could happen. What if he gets dinged up? Misses 10 games. The team goes 1-9 and nine during that 10-game streak. They're Eesh. missing Gorgiev this year, too. And they're missing Gorgiev. So Did they sign the Penguins' third stringer as their backup? That the Smith or no? No, that's the, uh, the guy that stepped in. Oh, I can't believe I can't think of his name. Oh, um, um, I'm totally. Oh my god, Louis. Keep going to figure it out. Is that's it Louis? It. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, he's not a starting goalie. If he has to start, there's a high percentage chance that you're going to lose. Wow. Um. So that's my hot take. I have the Washington Capitals making the playoffs instead of them. Ooh. Fair enough, right? They have Darcy Kemper. They have Ovi. They have John Carlson. They have a great team. Why mm-hmm. would you pick them to miss? That's mm-hmm. when you put it like that, right? It sounds very feasible. Even the right. Devils are on the up and up, you know? Like the Devils could yeah. be the ones to knock don't, them out. Don't count them out. Yeah, all th- Tyler and I are pretty high on the Devils. Braden was super I love high the on Devils. the Devils. He had a second in the division. Mm-hmm. So... Is there a yeah, world yeah. where the Devils finish higher than the Rangers? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you could easily swap them out for the Capitals, in my opinion. I mm-hmm. think that they will have another year where they'll see some progression. I do think I that they'll finish just on the outside looking in. But I think they'll be in the chase. I think they need to get deeper. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. Wow. I love it. Mm-hmm. Rangers to miss the playoffs. Anyways. Yeah, Tyler, what's yours? I got Florida. To miss the playoffs. Ooh. We want to talk about hot takes. That's plus five fifty. Oh, Ooh. Their defense is worse. Okay. Right? Yeah. Defense is worse. They lost Uyghur. Okay, we agree with that. Is their goaltending consistent or not, Stu? You tell me. It's not. Okay, so is Bobrovsky gonna be good or not? Who knows? Is Spencer Knight good? Who knows? He had an under nine hundred last year. It's a very tough division. Kai just mentioned Tampa, Boston, Toronto. You're telling me that they could easily finish in a wild card spot. I could easily see them finishing outside the playoffs in that case. Then mm-hmm. look at all those good wild card teams. I just think it's hot enough, but feasible enough to take a look. You know what I mean? You never know. There's always teams too. We never go on and predict 16 teams to make the playoffs and all 16 teams are right. There's always one that just loses their shit. There's always a crazy bad team that just becomes insanely good. Mm -hmm. The Florida Panthers are not going to make the playoffs this year. Hot take. That's 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 mighty juicy. I think for a clip purpose, as we all know, we're doing the segment four. We should mention all of them in a row and ask who is the hottest take. So my hottest take for the season is that the Florida Panthers are going to be missing the playoffs. Guy? Mine is that the New York Rangers are going to be missing the playoffs. You have a hotter take than that, Sue? I got Logan Thompson in contention for the Vesna by the end of the season. You tell me which one's the hottest of those takes. You tell <laughs> well, 
Yes. Okay. So, Stu, are you saying he's going to be in contention for the Vesna, or is he going to win the Vesna? Because in if contention, he's gonna... I'm saying like mm. top five, maybe even top. Three. That is a hot take. Yeah. Enough for a guy that we don't know is going to be a starter to be top, uh, like yeah. nominated for a Vesna. Okay. I think I think Florida takes the cake there. Florida to miss the playoffs plus five fifty. Give it to yeah. me. How about this? We do our fantasy segment. This is a se- segment that I think we should do maybe weekly, if not bi-weekly. It should be a recurring yeah. segment here. Uh, before the season starts, I guess the season has started. You've probably already done your hockey draft, but you can go in and make some trades. Maybe you haven't done your hockey draft. Ours doesn't start till week two because I, as a commissioner, delayed the draft till the Sunday. So we'll see how she goes. Stuart, I'll start with you. We'll go sleepers later, but I want to okay. hear what's your fantasy hockey player of the year? A player that you think will finish top five, 10 in scoring that maybe isn't in the top three, top five in ratings. Don't tell me McDavid. Yeah. I got a, I got a feeling. So his average draft position, uh, all my stats are from Yahoo fantasy. So okay. you know, that's just where I'm getting them from. Sponsored. His average uh draft position is uh 25th it's a uh, david pasternak i think is gonna have an unbelievable year mm-hmm. i think he's gonna come out on fire for the bruins even yeah. without marchand and i think he's gonna carry that bruins offense until marchand gets back and then he only gets better because he adds you know what could be the best player on his team mm-hmm. if not him why wouldn't he score line. 50 goals yeah. right if he is healthy why can't why can't and if even if with Marshan out, who else is going to score for them? Like Taylor oh, Hall is a little dinged up right now. You know, Bergeron's not usually the one to score a whole bunch of goals. So I think Pass is going to go out there and dominate. Yeah, I love that pick, Stu. Um, Tyler and I did a draft together on ESPN, and they had him way down in his rank in their rankings. Um, yeah, he was like 60th. I had to like scroll he down to pick him. Slipped so hard. Like I didn't even realize that he wasn't on the board still. Like that's how my that's my yeah. Bad you just thought sure. he was. You just he thought he was a pick. Uh, yeah, like Pasternak, I think he's gonna have a great year. Um, he could easily finish like top five, easily in scoring. Yeah, I and can see him the top. Scoring. He could be the top right winger. Could he win the rocket? You know, mm. probably not with Matthews, but you know, no, but yeah, with know. Matthews, it's hard to pick anyone over mm-hmm. him to win the rocket. But if you look at the odds for him to win the rocket, it's really not crazy. Mm-hmm. Seventh on the list. Yeah, I mean, how many 40-goal seasons does he have at this point? feels Probably. like every time he's healthy, he's scoring 40, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fantasy, where you kind of have right-wingers, they have you have a few elite ones, and it does take a drop after that. Mm-hmm. Pasta could be even more value just positionally in fantasy hockey. Um, my fantasy hockey player of the year is someone that Kai absolutely stole from me in our fantasy draft. <laughs> Kai picked ninth. I picked 11th. So I look at Mitch Marner, oh. who has an ADP on Yahoo of 18th. It's very similar on ESPN. I'm thinking to myself, at 11th, I'm going to reach seven positions and pick Mitch Marner. No one will see it coming, and I'm going to dominate the league because of how good Mitch Marner is. Then Kai comes out <laughs> of nowhere and just picks him. Vancouver fan, most of the people in the chat are West Coasters. We're talking about Oilers, Canucks, Flames fans. And then Mitch Marner gets picked ninth before me, the one Leafs fan in the hockey draft. You can blame Braden for that because I did not have my eyes on him until Braden said he's getting 40. 
on the podcast last week. I'm not mad because I picked Hedman, but I also am mad because I wanted Marner. Braden uh, was gassing up Mitch Marner last week. Oh, well, he was did. he ever? Oh, I absolutely agree with him. And I wish he didn't now knowing that you picked him because of that. I'm super pissed off. Look at his last four seasons, Kyle. I'll walk you through it. Okay. Mm. Four seasons ago, 82 games before COVID. So you still play 82 games. He had 26 goals and 68 points or 68 assists for 94 points. Pretty good. He's pretty young at that point. He's like 22, 21 years old. Um, goes on to play 59 games the next year. 67 points for a 93 point pace. Next year after that, a hundred point pace. The year after that, 72 games played, 97 points for a 110 point pace. Unbelievable. And he's scoring more <laughs> goals every year, too, which is huge. Because in our year, uh, our league, sorry, uh, goals are worth more, which I think is 35 last year in yeah. 72 games. That's a 40 goal pace. Mm-hmm. We could easily see him scoring 40 goals, 75 assists for 115 points. You're telling me. Someone drafted him 18th overall here. How did 17 players go before him? You're talking about Kachuks of the world, Huberdos, Barkovs, all getting picked before Mitch Marner. If you haven't done your draft yet, pick Mitch Marner with a top five pick. If you have already done your draft, offer that Kachuk, Huberdo, or Barkov to the Marner owner for Marner. Yeah. Give him a bench player to make it sweet. Like Get Marner on your fantasy team. Kai won't trade me him because he's a smart man. But holy shit, he is going to dominate this year. After January, he was a top three fantasy player in the league. Why can't he be a top five in a full year with Matthews as a setterman? It's a good question. Any disagreements there? No, not, not a single one for me. Definitely not for me. He's shooting more. He has a better shot. He's probably yeah. shooting more because he has a better shot. But I could easily see him... Like lighting up the league, winning a heart, winning the most points for. And imagine this. He gets defense eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, but I mean, they have been known to change the eligibility midseason. And You're telling me Leafs you can play Marner defense. I think there's there's got to be a minutes thing. Like It's got to be an average amount of minutes before they give it to if him. If Taysom Hill can be a tight end in fantasy football, then Mitch Marner can play defense in fantasy hockey. Mitch Marner is the Taysom Hill of the NHL. You heard Clip it that. here first. Clip it. Clip that. Um, <laughs> so that's hey, my fantasy else? player. Yeah. Of the, no. Um, do you want to hop into sleepers, Kai? Oh, I haven't done my fantasy yeah, player of the year. I haven't given his fantasy player of the year. hear it. Come on. Shake my head. Um, yeah, so mine is a bit of a homer pick, but I debated putting it as my hot take, decided to go Rangers instead. But Elias Pettersson is putting up 100 yeah. points this year. Okay. And not just getting like 101. I think he's going to get like 106, 107. Really? And I think he is going to finish. Uh, I don't think he's going to be much of a goal scorer. I think he's going to get like 35. Okay. And then I think he's going to finish top 10 heart voting this year as well. That's wow. that, That's a steal. Yahoo, Yahoo's average draft position is 52nd for Elias Pettersson. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's wishful thinking. Okay. Well, we got a Suns <laughs> fan in the background thinking it's wishful thinking. <laughs> but I think that Elias Pettersson is easily a top 30 fantasy player. And if you're getting him 52nd mm-hmm. overall, it's a crazy draft value. Go trade for him in your leagues right now. Because if you look at what he did in 
what is it the last 15 games kai didn't he have like 14 goals or something crazy Oh, he finished the season so hot last year. I mean, he got off to a rough start, as did the entire Canucks roster, but he's coming in. He's bald. He looks like the son (laughs) of Henrik Sedin and Matt Sundin at the same time. God damn. What a love child. That's a good one. If someone shaves their head, like they mean business. That is true. I don't know anyone that fucks around with a bald head. No. It's All a right, business Kai. decision for sure. I love that. Give me your sleeper pick. Sleeper pick. Uh, my sleeper pick is Dawson Mercer of the New Jersey Devils. Who? It's a good question. He's a guy <laughs> that's on my team and it's going to win me a championship. Dawson Mercer. <laughs> yeah. So if you've done your draft already, that's fine. This guy's probably on your waiver wire. Oh, yeah. Pick him up immediately. I tell you. Uh, Nico Heischer is out for a significant amount of time, I believe. He's going to be manning power play and the second line center position in for the foreseeable future. He's got left wing eligibility as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, he put up 42 points as a rookie. And if he, you know, I'm thinking he's going to come out of the gates hot. He's playing with Bratt. Um, and I think he's going to succeed enough that when he sure comes back, it's not going to be a slam dunk that he will get that second line minutes back. Um, yeah. And even if so, you could see him move over to the wing. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think he just slide to the wing then when he sure gets back? So I'm assuming the Devils would want to play he sure at center, but if he's left wing as well, like I didn't even know that I didn't even recognize this name when you said it, to be honest, but 42 points as a rookie is pretty solid. Super solid. Yeah, no, I'm surprised how much this guy uh, went under the radar because. You know, right now they've got Thomas Tatar in their top six. Um, when he shares back, I could definitely see Mercer sliding over and then Tatar honestly just out of the lineup. But Thomas, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys that why not just put him on your bench and see what happens on yeah. an exciting Devils team that could be very offensive. Mm-hmm. I so anyways, like it. That's my sleeper pick. That's Stu? a good one. Uh, I went Homer for my sleeper pick as Kai went homer for his uh, fantasy player of the year. Uh, my sleeper pick is uh, Ricard Raquel. Really? Um, is he playing with Sid the Kid? He has the entire training camp been playing with Sid the Kid. Come All on. training camp. Last year had 19 points in 13 games since joining Pittsburgh, and he's only rostered 35% on Yahoo right now. He's probably available in your league. Um, he's play- And he's playing with Sid this whole season, which he did not last year. Go out and get him. He can sit on your bench, and yeah. then when he starts lighting him up, you're starting him, and you're laughing. I mean, Chris I, Kunitz was drafted in fantasy drafts for years because he played with Sid. You know what I mean? So why can't Raquel be the same is my point exactly. I think he's in for a big year. How did he do last year with Sid? Didn't he play a few they games? Played, yeah, they played like under 90 minutes together or something last season at 5-on-5, five five, but they dominated the expected goals when they were out there. I don't remember the exact number, but they were all over the place. They had like instant chemistry. So I'm expecting a big season from him. If you can play with Sid, you're fantasy relevant. That's for sure. 35% mm-hmm. rostered. Add them to your lineups. My sleeper pick is also 35% rostered. Add them to your lineups. Jeff Skinner. I have a few points on this. He is back to being a 30 goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Not sure what happened there. No idea, but he's back to scoring goals. It's his goal song. Party in the USA. He has Miley Cyrus's party in the USA as his goal song. It is the best goal song. All Sabres players have their own, which is something I think is really cool. I hope the Leafs 
every adopt team that. Should do that. Mm-hmm. Every team so should do that. So cool. I actually hated when the Canucks did that. Because really? so many players had lame ass goal songs. <laughs> okay, I think yeah, there has to be prerequisites. Like when Skinner scores and Party in the USA comes on, okay. as a Leafs fan, I am so much more angry. I'm like, this <laughs> fucking guy is partying with Miley Cyrus after he scores a goal on me. I am pissed. So add this 30 goal scorer that's rostered in one third of leagues to your bench and watch him score 30 goals, plug into your lineup. Mm-hmm. It's the Sabres. Somebody has to score, and they're honestly better. And Skinner's going to be on their top power play, their top six. Adam. Adam yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that he's only 35% rostered. I mean, he had 33 goals last year, so. And he um, scored 30 many times before. He scored 40 before. Why not, Adam? Like, seems weird. Just because everyone was so down on his contract. Contracts aren't a part of fancy hockey. I think I like that, that does it for our fantasy segment. I, li- I like it, though. I think throughout That's the good. year, we should do maybe some starts, some sits, right? Maybe uh, trade for yeah. targets. Yeah, like players yeah. on the rise, players going down. Drop this we could, guy. We could even do like a sort of like unofficial yeah. like uh, fantasy hockey player rankings, like that sort of thing. Oh, love it. Unofficial, official loose change rankings. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just our two cents on the matter. Okay. If it's, cool. if it's unofficial, we can't get dunked on afterwards. So, mm, well said. oh, it, I see. It's, it's unofficial, official. So when it hits, then we can be like, "Told you." I, I think that's kind of our whole shtick too. Is what to just throw a bunch of net down and mm-hmm. just grab as much as we can. We come <laughs> with fish. We come with fish. <laughs> I love it. Okay, speaking of that, and something that I might get some clips, might get some people. Saying, no, you fucking crazy. Let's do our way too early Stanley Cup predictions. The Stanley Cup predictions so early that, you know, the season hasn't even started. Mm-hmm. Stuart. <laughs> I know, I'm working on my transitions. 32 episodes and you think it'd be better. Stuart, give me your Stanley Cup prediction. Uh, from the Western Conference, I have the Calgary Flames to make the Stanley Cup final this season. I think Markstrom's going to come back and prove that he really dropped the ball last year. Marky. And their defense got better. I got Calgary. I really like their team. Eastern Conference, I got the Carolina Hurricanes as my team to get there. I think I pick them every year because they're just very good. Right. <laughs> they didn't get any worse. And they have Patch ready for when the playoff starts. So give me the Hurricanes. And give me... Calgary Flames to win the Stanley Cup this season. It's finally Ooh. coming back to Canada. It's coming back. Oh, it's coming back? It's I would coming love that. back. Okay. Yeah. How I do you feel I'm about sure. that guy? You know, I like the Canes too. I, I like them. They got Freddie yeah. Anderson. You know, great defense. Great offense. Super deep. Fun team to cheer for. Look, I'm going to get dunked on by Braden here. Okay. <laughs> but this is his fault for not being on the podcast today. That's right. Um, if the Calgary Flames make the Stanley Cup Finals, I will cheer for them. <laughs> I'm going on the record right now as a Vancouver Canucks fan. I will cheer for the Calgary Flames if they make the finals. Wow. So people goes, are booing you right now. That goes any team in Canada. I'm going Ooh. on the record right now. I've had enough of this fucking shit. You know what? I'm, Canada's I'm so got, on board. It's got to come home. I want it. Where's Where's the unity? You That's know? the perfect way to put it. Okay, here we go. It's got to come home. Home in Canada. Yes. yes. I don't care if it's just Montreal. this side of the border. Just get uh, it over here. 
I'd um, rather Montreal win than say like a Boston or Chicago. Fuck that. Absolutely. Bring it home. Yeah. I love that. And I think between those two teams, I'd be cheering for Calgary. I hope you're right, Stu. I'm not hope you're right. I want the Leafs to win. But uh Kai, give me your way yeah. too early Stanley Cup predictions. So it's not way too early because if you want to bet, this is the perfect time to do it. Once the season starts, then you're just a fool. Get <laughs> your bets in now while the lines are looking Don't be good. A fool. Don't be a fucking Idiots. fool. Go bet. Um, that being said, if the Calgary Flames do play the Carolina Hurricanes, I might have to cheer for their Hurricanes because that's who I have to win right. the cup. And that's mm. who I have put my money on. Yeah. Plus so 1100, right? End of the day, you know, money speaks. I've got the Carolina Hurricanes <laughs> to win the division. I've got the Carolina Hurricanes to win the President's Trophy. I've got the Carolina Hurricanes to win the Stanley Cup. They're going to do uh, all those yeah. things. It's going to be crazy. I should have parlayed all of them. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if you could? So you got the Canes winning the cup. Do you think they're going up against like the Avs, the Oilers? Who are they going up against? They're going up against the Avs. The defending champs defend the it, cup? Okay. Hate to be the guy who picks the defending champs, but sometimes you just gotta. Last few years, I feel like people have just not been picking the Lightning because it's like they're boring. You're sick of seeing them? Yeah. Exactly. But you gotta go with you gotta bet on the best team, right? Uh it's gonna be a Colorado Carolina Stanley Cup finals. And I think that Carolina's gonna take it. So Tyler, I don't want you to ruin the pattern here. Kai and I, for both of our finalists, they all start with C. So don't ruin this. Okay. <laughs> you picked Calgary, Carolina, and Colorado. So okay. are you gonna I'll... blow this for us? I have Colorado. Okay. With the West. But let me paint you a, a word picture. Okay. Is it the Leafs? So let's say Toronto rolls through <laughs> the first three rounds. Never having to play a game seven. They win the President's Trophy. So they have home ice coming mm-hmm. into the playoffs. Matt Murray's playing great. Austin Matthews is a goal per game in the playoffs. It's insane how he's doing it, but he's doing it. And they take a 3-2 lead into Colorado. Colorado shuts the door, winning a tight one, 4-2 with an empty net goal with three seconds left, sending it back to Toronto. Two days in between, media fans alike are losing their minds. Scoreless through two periods in Game 7, Jason Spezza, who unretired just before the trade deadline, draws a penalty early in the third period on the ensuing power play. Riley beats Marner, who fires on the net. The rebound goes right into Matthew's stick. He fires into the net. The building's louder than it has ever been. All of Leafs Nation, who are finally over their first round demons, they see glory ahead. They cheer. They cheer like no other fan base has cheered before. The Leafs score two empty net goals, win the game 3-0, and the Stanley Cup. I literally faint, and the world is never the same again. <laughs> for the Leafs are champions. Dude, do you have Stockholm That is syndrome? such a visit. Vid, uh, sorry, vivid picture there. I'm telling you, can't you see all that happening? Me just losing my mind, being the happiest man of all time? I do think that if the Maple Leafs can get through the first fucking first round, watch round. out for them. Watch out for them. Because once they win one round, monkey's off their back, and then all the nerves go away. Yeah, it's just a slingshot from there. They're pulling back in the first round, and if they get through, they're flying. If they get through one round, it's a gigantic success for anyone. 
right? Like everyone's going to be like, look at us. We fucking won a playoff series. We're capable of doing it. We have what it takes. This mm. team doesn't need to get blown up. There's no character issues here. Nope. But Love it. they have to get through that one round. That's all they have to do. And you know what would help? Not going to game fucking seven. So let's just win it in five, win it in six. Worry about game seven later. If you have to exercise your game seven demons early, do it early, whatever. But let's see them do it. It's finally time. This is the year. They win the first round and go on a run. It has to happen. I've been looking into manifestation, reading books on the shit. I'm working on it, guys. I'm doing my best. (laughs) Come on, leaves. Here we go. Wouldn't that be sick? Come on. All right, so that's my way to early Stanley Cup prediction. Leafs in seven over the Avs. 3-0 in game seven. I can't wait for wow. Spezza to draw that penalty. That yeah, was... see, to circle kind of sure. back here to Wayne Simmons, if Spezza was on the team and they waved Spezza, that would be mm-hmm. a lot more upsetting than mm-hmm. Simmons. I would cheer for whoever picked up Spezza instead of the Leafs. Mm-hmm. They would have my allegiance forever. <laughs> And I'm almost close to putting my allegiance on the line in round one. Whoever wins, I cheer for for the rest of my life. If the so Leafs, the Leafs make it lose, there. if the Leafs <laughs> lose just... to Ottawa, I'm a sicko for life. Fuck it, no more <laughs> of this heartbreak every year. Do it this year or never ever. Okay, come on, Leafs. Here we go. Manifestation is happening. All right, boys. Fuck, great episode. Thank you so much for being around here. That was awesome. Um, little topical joke with Halloween coming up in a few weeks. I guess still uh so uh what street does a ghost haunt a dead end uh oh (laughs) okay